Hey, everybody, we are so glad you're listening today. We are going to be talking about the threat defense system. That's your fight, flight, and freeze um, response that happens in your body to protect you. And we're also going to be talking about a way to free ourselves from that response when we actually don't need to be protected and it's just our, our body's reaction to something. So in order to free ourselves from this fight, flight, or freeze mentality, we need to tap into a system called our mammalian care system. And we're going to talk all about how to do that today. And if you stick around to the end, we have a little, a short meditation that is going to just help instill this idea of how to live a life full of ease um, and tap into that mammalian care system. So thank you for listening. And um, we're so glad you can join our conversation today. everybody it's candace and becky from mindful art company hey guys and you're listening to common kindness a mindfulness podcast for finding your friendly inner voice we talk about the real art and science of self-compassion and help you make kindness more common in your life starting with yourself exactly where you're at so back when i was in seventh grade Everybody's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was completely obsessed with Calvin Klein jeans. Like it, that was the rage. I don't know. What was it when you were in seventh grade? Do you remember? Ooh, I just remember that everybody had these long white Adidas soccer socks. Oh, sure. Like knee high Adidas soccer socks and jean shorts. Okay. That. Wow. That's a combination. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, in my seventh grade, it was Calvin Klein jeans. If you had Calvin Klein jeans, you were all that. I mean, literally, it was going to change your life. <laughs> I wish that I could get like something like that now. Now I have these Calvin Klein jeans. Everything is great. My whole life is great. Anyway, I just became obsessed with getting a pair of Calvin Klein jeans to the point I could not, which is unlike me, even in seventh grade. But for whatever reason, I can't remember. I think her name was Chris. There was a a girl I went to to junior high with. I think her name was Chris. And she had long black brown hair and, you know, was tall and and skinny and was everything that I wasn't Mm, in my mind. And she had Calvin Klein jeans. So I became obsessed with it. And I, I definitely became over-identified with these Calvin Klein jeans. Right. Because they were going to totally change your life. Right. Right. And then we found some on sale somewhere. I don't know. I don't remember where, but my mom was able to buy me these jeans. And I remember the first day I put those babies on and I was looking at my butt thinking, "Woo! I (laughs) all that. And I go to school, nothing really changes except Chris, the girl that I was, you know, obsessed with did tell me, Hey, nice jeans, Becky. And that, like that, like that totally made my whole life, but everything kind of went back to the same, like nothing. 
I mean, I did always like wearing the jeans, but the truth is, is they were a little too tight and I wasn't that comfortable in them. And I'm sure that they just got thrown into the DI pile. Some right. just got sent to Goodwill. Anyway, what I want to talk about today is this self-concept, the self-concept that we have as human beings, no other animal has it. Because our prefrontal cortex, so the only animals that have a prefrontal cortex is a mammal. But as humans, we have this like more developed prefrontal cortex that takes 25 years to develop. And with a mammal, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how long it takes, but not 25 years. Lizards don't have that. Mm -hmm. And that's why they have like 25 babies or 50 babies or 100 babies or whatever, because half of them are going to get eaten. It's a sad fact. They don't take care of their young. Mammals take care of their young. They have fewer babies and they have the prefrontal cortex, which is that thing in your brain that tells you, I'm going to take care of my young and love and care for them. Right. So just going back to my story, when we are in this fight, flight, or freeze mode to protect ourselves, which is the threat defense system. That's what lizards do. That's what snakes do. Everybody, all creatures, all creatures of the world have this threat defense system, including humans. In seventh grade. In seventh grade. a pair grade. of jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so Calvin Klein jeans. That's right. And I think that we get caught up with the threat. Well, I know we get caught up with the threat defense system. So we get into these modes. So I was in this mode of freeze with wanting the genes so bad. I'm ruminating. I'm over identifying. I'm thinking, oh, I, if I could just get the genes, my whole life would change. Okay, well, then I end up getting the genes and nothing really changes that much. And then I end up in this fight mode where I'm fighting my self-concept mm -hmm. because this self-concept is the idea that I can have ideas, I can watch myself, I see myself making choices, and I can make judgment on the choices that I make. Right. The problem is with this, when we're in like an actual physical uh, problem, like something's actually physically hurting us, Mm -hmm. or something's psychologically hurting our self-concept, it's the same. We right. move into this fight, flight, or freeze. Right. So the way I see it is, like in my instance, I didn't have the white socks. And so I turned into this like, on like against my self-concept, I started fighting against it, right? Like yes. self-criticizing, like, yeah, I can't like, believe you don't because, have those white socks. Yep, exactly. And then- and then it could turn into this flight where I was like leaving my self-concept, almost like isolating myself. Well, you're the only because... person that doesn't have the white socks. Yes. You're and I'm just going to hide in my room. Yeah. I'm just going to hide in my room because I don't have the Calvin Klein jeans. I don't have the white socks. I'm a loser. Everybody else is a winner because they have white socks. They have Calvin Klein jeans. And so then we, we, we hide, we flight, mm -hmm. we, we, we want, or we to freeze, we ruminate over this fact we're yeah. in our rooms or not hanging out with friends because we don't have the white socks or the Calvin Klein jeans. Yep. Exactly. Which obviously translates into so many things in my real life today. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's just talk about where this goes into like social media. I mean, everybody sits there and talks about, oh, okay, well, everybody puts on the perfect picture or whatever. Well, then we believe it. We're back to Calvin Klein jeans and white socks again because we're in fight, flight, or freeze. We're either fighting ourselves with self-criticism. We're running away with isolation and saying, well, then I'm just not, I'm just going to sit here and binge watch Netflix and eat ice cream Mm -hmm. all day long. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or we're freezing. We're ruminating. We're like, if I could just get that, then, then all my life, if I could just, you know, we're just over identifying with. Right. But let's come back to the fact that as mammals, we do have this other system that coincides with self-compassion. So we've had this, uh, the threat response. And now how do we help ourselves to come out of this threat response, which really isn't a bad thing. It does keep us protected. I mean, if we were trying to run away from, you know, robbers or whatever, we'd want that threat defense system to pop right in so that we could fight them, so that we could run away, so that we could help to keep ourselves safe. Right. So So we we don't want to bad mouth the threat defense system Mm because it keeps us safe but not when it comes to our self-concept, which is this awareness, this awareness of ourselves. Okay, how do we do it? Well, it turns out that all of those things coincide with self-compassion aspects. So when we are fighting ourselves and we have this self-criticism, what we need is to be kind to ourselves. We need to say kind phrases to ourselves. Even the point of, may I be kind to myself today? May I have compassion on myself? May I take care of what I need? You know, just having this self-kindness instead of saying, you're such a loser because you don't do this or you don't have that or whatever. So that's the fight. Then the flight, this isolation, it coincides with the concept of common humanity, with connection that other people know what it feels like not to have long, what did you say? Long white tube socks. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I do hope I can find a picture to post on Instagram of of the white tube sock trend. I'm going to say my Calvin Klein jeans were a lot, but anyway, I mean that you want to run away but other people know exactly what it feels like not to have Calvin Klein jeans, Mm -hmm. not to have white tube socks. They get it. We all are in this together. It's not like everybody else is cooler than you. We're all the same and we need to have the same connection that we know what we all feel like. And then the freeze mode. Well, this is where you need to have mindfulness without judgment on your situation, recognizing that I am over-identifying with the fact that I don't have Calvin Klein jeans. If I have this, all my problems are going to be over. If I think about it, you know, 57 times instead of 56 times, then maybe it will happen. Mm -hmm. But if we can have mindfulness on that and say, wow, okay, let's just think without the judgment. I am thinking a lot about Calvin Klein jeans. I am thinking about this, just allowing that to be. So when I'm thinking of this pattern, I'm also kind of assigning emotions because I feel like a lot of times, like say if we're in this cycle, 
it's easier to identify where we are by the emotion that we're feeling, right? So if I'm freezing, like sometimes I, I think that's where I'm feeling like hopeless mm-hmm. or just that I don't want to do anything, right? Maybe apathetic even. Yeah. And so if you can see that you're in like feeling that, well, then that's, that's time to be mindful. That's just time to take some breaths and look at your situation, look at your thoughts, non, non-judgmentally, where if you're like finding yourself super angry, well, that's, you're probably in the fight mode, right? Where, and, and you're more likely to be self-criticizing. Mm-hmm. So, so pull yourself into that kind voice and maybe it can help you through the cycle a little bit more. Yeah. Does that make sense, Becky? Yeah. Because I'm thinking about applying it to my own life right now. And I'm not worried about tube socks at all. Right. But I am worried about my relationship with my four-year-old. And so depending on how my emotion is in that arena, well, then I know, am I fight? Am I flight? Or am I freezing? And and how can I get out of that? You know, well, if I'm running away, if I'm saying to myself, oh my gosh, you're the only mom that's going through this you know, you're the only person that can help you. Nobody else is seeing you, you know, well, that's because I'm in flight. I'm isolating myself. So what I need to do is connect with other people or find a way to tell myself you're not alone. Well, and I'm going to say this just with my own situation also that it, you move into these three modes of self-criticism, isolation, rumination, or, or becoming over-identified with the problem like within 20 seconds of each other. Mm, So, I mean, I'd like to say that there's one that shows up and maybe there is that there is, and maybe you can catch yourself in the one mode, Mm -hmm. but more often I think that we're in all three modes circling around. Just that makes total sense of, of threat response you know, whatever, just circling, circling, circling. I mean, I'm thinking about something with one of my kids right now. And I moved from literally self-criticism of, well, I didn't teach her that very good. She, you know, didn't learn that well to isolation. Well, then I don't want to even talk about it. I don't want to even, I just want to ignore it. I don't want to have anything to do with it to completely just becoming over-identified with it and thinking, 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 if this doesn't happen, if she doesn't, blah, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, then all is lost. Right. And that was within, you know, five minutes time. Right, right. See, and I think I tend to get stuck in this freeze mode a lot longer than I'm in the, the fight or the flight. Like, I feel like I'm really good at moving through fight and flight, but when I get in freeze, I can stay there for like a whole day. Isn't that interesting on, on something. So it really know? is a freeze mode. When yeah, exactly. That. And that's why this is so enlightening to me because I'm like, oh, because even no matter how kind I am during freeze mode, that's not actually what I need. What I need is to come back up and hover above the situation and just be non-judgmental and aware mm-hmm. of what's happening mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's going to aid my freeze more than just saying, you're fine. You're doing great. It's like, no, you need to come out and say, what is happening here? You have a four-year-old who's crying and he's supposed to cry because he's four. The end. Stop ruminating, stop freezing, like get on with your life and love your kid. Right. I think the idea is that I, I wish I could do, and I would like to portray to all of our listeners is just to go easy on yourself. 
when you're in this fight, flight, or freeze, go easy. And it reminds me of this beautiful poem by Mary Oliver. And I'm going to read it. Are you okay if I read it, Candace? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Okay. So it's called When I Am Among the Trees. When I am among the trees, especially the willows and the honey locust, equally the beech, the oaks, and the pines, they give off such hints of gladness. I would almost say that they save me and daily. I am so distant from the hope of myself in which I have goodness and discernment and never hurry through the world, but walk slowly and bow often. Around me, the trees stir in their leaves and call out, stay a while. The light flows from their branches and they call again. It's simple, they say, and you too have come into this world to do this, to go easy, to be filled with light and to shine. And I just love that because I think that we do end up coming away from ourselves, from this kind, wise inner friend that we all have, which is essentially this self-concept. This self-concept can be kind or it can be harsh. And Mm -hmm. we get to choose which one we're going to come home to. Right. That poem made me think of the the idea of like life isn't always going to be easy, but you can have a life with ease. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that same thing is you can decide, right? You can be harder on yourself by listening to that, you know, critical side. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose this life of ease by doing those steps of Coming back to the kind, wise, and mindful, exactly. Yeah, and that that uh, that attention that we have, that awareness that we have of ourselves, really, we choose which awareness we're going to focus on. Right. So let's meditate for a couple of minutes. Everybody, just take a comfortable seat and. Let yourself just relax and just just let yourself go easy today. Let go of what's going on and take this time for yourself. And let's start by bringing attention to our breath. Just noticing our in-breath and our out-breath. And if you can, notice your entire in-breath the whole in-breath. And then notice the whole out-breath. Sometimes I like to picture the in-breath coming in from my toes and up to my head. And the out-breath coming from my head and then out through my toes. And now notice that you do have this kind awareness that you can come back to with each breath. So when your thinking starts to go to another place, 
coming back to this kind awareness, this may I be kind to myself today. May I give myself the compassion that I need. And with each breath, just let yourself come back to kindness. And noticing that you can always come home to this kind awareness. And then allowing yourself to let go with one more deep in-breath, one more deep out-breath and opening your eyes when you're ready. Okay, thanks, Becky. Um, my eyes are now open. I felt ready to open them, but I didn't want to. It felt so great. There's something about just giving your permission to live with ease and like take that moment for yourself that just felt really good. So... Hopefully you guys listening um, also felt a little bit of that goodness and that rest. Um, we are so glad that you guys could listen today and join in our conversation. And if you'd like to follow along with us using our handbook, it's for sale at mindfulartco.com. But just remember that you really don't need anything at all to make kindness more common in your life. You can start right now with yourself exactly where you're at.